Sterling Fox with you on this first weekend of summer, and it's a great time to have Craig Hirota join us from Milton, Ontario. Mr. Hirota is uh, going to talk to us about rental cars. He is the Vice President of Government Relations and Member Services at the Associated Canadian Car Rental Operators. The perfect person to have on the show. Craig Hirota, good morning and welcome. Good morning, Sterling. Thank you for having me. Well, it's great to have you with us. And of course, it's the first big weekend of summer, Craig, and a lot of people planning summer vacations, and a lot of those summer vacations involve a rental car, and the buzz across Canada, gee, pretty much around the world this summer, everywhere is, where the heck are all the rental cars? It's a chore to find one, and when you do, it's going to cost you through the nose. What's the story behind all this, Craig, please? Yeah, so it really comes down to vehicle supply. Uh, not, not enough of them, not enough new vehicles, and as a result, our industry has not been able to resupply our fleet uh, that we had to cut uh, during the pandemic when, when, you know, customers along with, mo- you know, most of us, our employees had to, had to stay at home. So as we've started to see some pandemic recovery, you know, we started to see it domestically within Canada last spring and summer, and now we're starting to see not only full domestic recovery, but also we're starting to see, you know, the, the beginnings of inbound travel. Um, we're, we're still challenged trying to find enough new vehicles to, to build our fleets back up to the levels we would normally have them in the uh, spring and summer period. So, Craig, just back me up a little bit, if you can here, please, because, of course, we all know what happened during the lockdown. Nothing. Everybody was f- confined to quarters. And, and, and in the rental car business, recognizing this absolute lack of demand uh you're talking about uh, reducing the fleets did you in fact sell off the fleets or did you just park them uh we had to sell off quite a bit um you know they, they're a depreciating asset and they they do cost us money and we're if we're not bringing in any revenue by renting them they're they're a dead weight on operations sure uh, and and you know it, it was pretty well publicized you know one of the major brands in our industry um wasn't able to, to survive that downturn had to file bankruptcy and restructure so so yeah, a large percentage of the vehicles, uh, you know, perhaps thirty to forty percent of the vehicles uh, were sold off, and, and uh, you know they they went back into the used car market, which was you know which was and is still in very high demand because people can't get new cars. So so yeah, we we were building back from probably a thirty to forty percent deficit, and we may in Canada still be you know as a whole ten to fifteen percent back of where we need to be. Uh, yeah, uh, I, I, I was going to ask you about that because, of course, therein lies the problem. It's getting a new car. For example, if you see a car commercial on television these days, Craig, it doesn't say necessarily dash off to your local dealer and buy one today. It says order yours today, which implies what everyone knows. You can't go buy a car typically if you want a custom car. As this, in other words, built the way you like it with all your particulars in it, it's going to take you up to a year in many models and makes cases uh you're looking i would imagine in the rental car industry at more basic forms of transportation but still the able to, the ability of the companies to produce said vehicles is is uh, also uh, compounded by the chip shortage the, cha- the supply chain is also gumming up the works isn't it craig yeah absolutely sterling you know uh the types of vehicles that, that have been made available to our industry um since the pandemic are, are basically retail models. Um, you know, the, the manufacturers have sort of preferentially uh, um, prioritized production for, you know, what we've seen in the media, they consider their, their higher margin models. Uh, 
And, you know, over the previous, you know, few number of years, our industries also, you know, changed quite a bit. You know, you don't see so much of the, you know, the, the stereotypical rental car stripper type models um, because our industry, you know, realized a number of years ago that whatever vehicle we bought, we still had to sell. So mm-hmm. we had to retain value. So we've done a much better job of contenting our vehicles with the type of features most people would buy in their own vehicle. But this pandemic has really, to a large extent, forced our hand. We've got to buy whatever the manufacturer makes available to us. And, uh, you know, people might have seen that the, you know, the various reports saying the average cost of a new car in Canada now is somewhere north of $50,000. That's right. Canadian. Um, our industry typically would normally enjoy, you know, a reasonable fleet discount because we buy in quantity, we buy in advance, and we, we, we help the uh, the manufacturers plan out the production. Sure. We, we provide a source of used cars for the market. Um, well, we, we haven't been able to fulfill that role because there aren't enough cars. So we're basically buying at retail prices as well when we can get them. So, Craig, let's talk a little bit about those summer plans here on this first summer weekend in Canada. If I am, in fact, going somewhere else in the country and part of my needs when I arrive is going to be a rental car, how about some tips from the Canadian car rental operators about securing one in advance or at least standing a decent chance of finding one? Well, in in a lot of parts of the country, you can still find cars. It will be harder to find, and they will they will definitely be uh, uh, at a higher price than you might have been used to seeing. Some parts of the country that are traditionally very, uh, very peaky in terms of demand, it will be very, very difficult, if not impossible, in some cases, to find a vehicle. Hmm. You know, I'm talking about, you know, certain Atlantic province destinations, potentially some, you know, resort destinations uh, in, you know, in the West. But uh, for the most part, there are cars out there. They're they're just not as... uh, many sitting around you know the industry would typically operate at an average utilization of you know 80 85 percent you know potentially going higher during real peak weekends but um but right now i would imagine we're probably you know a couple percentage points higher than that and the other thing that that it is causing a problem and this is this is something everyone is probably noticing is uh the supply chain issues not just affecting production of vehicles it's also affecting repairs um so if your car goes out of service, uh, depending on what part you need, you know, a two or three day repair may now take two or three weeks, yeah. depending on when that part's coming in. So, so you know, our industry, along with everybody else that owns a vehicle, is also struggling with, with significantly increased downtime, which which also affects our utilization. When, you know, if you've got an extra one or two percent of vehicles sitting that, that need to be fixed, that's one or two percent of cars we can't rent to the customer. Yeah, absolutely. Craig, almost out of time here. So the takeaway from our chat this morning would be, yes, there are cars available, but if you know where you're going and when, try and make those arrangements now as far in advance as possible and be prepared to pay more. That's a guarantee, right? Yes, and, and once you've got that reservation, keep checking because utilization can change on a daily basis depending on where you're going, and you may find a better deal or a better car or a better location um, closer to your trip, as long, you know, once you've once you've secured that reservation, just keep checking to see if you can you can improve upon that based on how the local conditions may be changing there. All right, that's a good tip, Craig Hirota. Thanks very much for this. We do appreciate the information. It helps to understand what's going on out there in the summer of twenty two. Do appreciate your joining us. Thanks, Craig. Thank you, Sterling. 
Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.